Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. We are seeing some encouraging signs when it comes to Calgary's housing market, but there are still lots of questions as to whether now is the time to get into the market, maybe sell your existing home, or if you should find another market in the province altogether. The Real Estate Investment Network has come out with the top 10 towns and cities in Alberta to invest. Don Campbell, author and senior analyst with the Real Estate Investment Network, joins us today. Hello, Don. Always a pleasure to be back, Angela. Thank you. And we always like picking your brain because for people who aren't familiar with the Real Estate Investment Network, first, you've been around for 25 years, but what do you tell people when you try to describe what the network's all about? Well, we don't sell real estate, so our, our job is to be the unbiased research and the overarching analysis of the market. Too many people focus on just the housing numbers. Our job is to look at the 36 other factors that play into what drives the housing market, and that way give homeowners, home buyers, and investors kind of a window into what the next five years should look like without any wild cards. I can't expect you to list all 36 factors that you look at, but give me just <laughs> an, give me an idea of some of the things that you look at outside of just the housing sales and prices. I could do it in some overarches. So there are the economic factors, there are the demographic factors, and then there are the influencers, which are the, you know, the government policies, the tax rates, uh, interest rates, etc. So the economic, obviously, is in migration, the job creation, GDP growth, population is how many people are moving in, who are moving in, are there families, are they seniors, what the makeup is, and what their incomes are starting to be in the province or in the city that we analyze. So we combine all of those factors as a look at and gives us a window, uh, a kind of a, an interesting view on the housing demand and the future housing demand. And it's very detailed, and that's why it's been a couple of years since you've had your last report, only because a couple of years ago we changed government, so you touched on government policies being one of those influencers. So is that why you've waited the last couple of years just to see how things have sort of settled in under a new government? After ha- Yes, that's so true. After being around for 25 years, we know that there's a lot, there are a lot of things that are said during election campaigns that don't come into actual legislation and policy. And uh, so in this case, we kept a close eye on the Alberta market during, uh, right before we released the last report right before the election, a couple months before the election. And then we just thought we better wait with this government change to see what policies are going to be enacted, how they're going to affect housing markets, which ones are positive, which ones are negative. And now that we're seeing the trend in those policies, we're able to start to extrapolate how that's going to affect the housing market. So it's an interesting journey when the politics changes in any province. And we do this from Nova Scotia to British Columbia. Well, I know I said it's the top 10 towns and cities in Alberta that are showing maybe the brightest future or where investment should go. So I've got listeners probably saying, okay, get on with it, Ange. Can you just go through quickly the top 10 and then we're going to break it down a bit? Sure. Uh, we'll start at number 10. Uh, it, uh, it's Lacombe. Number nine is Airdrie. Number eight, Medicine Hat. Number seven, Red Deer. Number six, Okotoks. Number five, Lethbridge. Number four, Fort Saskatchewan. Number three, the biggest surprise economically, uh, is Leduc. 
uh, number two, Calgary, and number one, Edmonton. That's not talking about hockey teams. That's not talking about sports teams. It's not talking about anything else other than the housing market. So I know there's always a, a battle between Edmonton and Calgary. And as you said, sort of showing that strength over the next five years, I'm glad you pointed out Leduc because wasn't really surprised with Edmonton and Calgary, and we can get into that in a second. But Leduc, where did that come from? Oh, it's, it's really quite interesting when you factored in. You have to understand that we do all of the economic and demographic and influencers in the office, and then we go visit the cities. And then we have a panel of experts, uh, you know, economists, et cetera, that we sit around and we argue the pieces to make sure that this number, this top ten is actually in order and, you, and each one's defensible. But the argument around Leduc was quite, are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was pretty well how that conversation started. And then we started to dig into it, and the relative affordability is good. The diversification that's starting to occur in NISCU in the, in the industrial park that's just outside, you know, big employer, but also the billion-dollar project that's going on in the, at the airport, the Edmonton International Airport, the expansions, so lots of jobs. But one of the really interesting ones is a nine-football-field-sized legal grow-up that's going to be that's being built around the airport area. Lots of jobs first in construction and then in operations. So it's actually, um, it, 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 it's actually somebody argued that it could be number two. Uh, that didn't happen, obviously, because of its size. But, um, yeah, it's really, really an interesting market. And uh, maybe I should also throw out, where can people get more information? Because uh, there's a lot of detailed information in your report. So if someone really wants to break it down, what's the best site they can go to, Don? Oh, if they just go to R-E-I-N. Canada.com, so that's like raincanada.com, or or even easier, they can just email uh, email me info at raincanada.com, and uh, we'll send you the link. It's it's quick and easy that way. I'm going to repeat that at the end of this, but I just wanted to make sure I threw it out there so that people had uh, a way to get more information. Well, obviously, my listeners care about what's happening between Edmonton and Calgary. Has that changed in the last couple of years, or do we um, always see Edmonton on top because of the government, city, and, and Calgary in second? When the oil and gas industry is absolutely booming, and mm. we've all witnessed that, um, Calgary ends up on the top because you have massive in-migration. You have, you have zero vacancy rate in, in the rentals. Um, a, lot of more, a lot more transitory citizens, so people that have come from elsewhere, but when you know, oil and gas stops, they can go away. In Edmonton, of course, it's, it's more stable, uh, and especially during the, under this new government, we, you know, we did an analysis of the hiring uh, in, in every province across the country, and we, we noticed a dramatic increase in hiring in government in this province and in New Brunswick. Um, the, uh, pri- private hiring was very little over the last uh, few years, the last two years, but a lot of hiring in, in, in government. So, of course, when you're the capital city, you have a lot more stability, just like Victoria does, just like Ottawa does. Um, we really witness uh, the fewer spikes and fewer valleys in housing market and economics in those capital-type cities. Don, we know timing is everything, and we have been through a real rough couple of years in our housing market. So if we're putting Calgary number two on this top 10 list, Mm -hmm. as we look five years down the road, where are we in the cycle? Are you seeing we're on the the right track to better times? To put this into context, this is comparing Alberta against Alberta. 
So what we're saying is that in, in all of Alberta, Edmonton's market should outperform Calgary's. Calgary's still in a technical slump, but so is Edmonton because uh, of the 36 indicators. However, we are seeing green shoots starting to occur. We are seeing in migration, more international migration than intra-provincial migration. The intra-provincial migration really drives the market. Um, we saw population growth in Calgary, and everybody goes, oh, my goodness, look at us, we're back to growing. But So we peeled the onion on that and saw a lot of it was just babies. We have a lot of young families in Calgary, and they're having babies. That really doesn't have a dramatic impact on the housing market that, like, an intra-provincial, like mm-hmm. a family or a person moving from outside. So you're still looking at interesting times ahead for the next 18 months or so. You will see months that where... Everybody is celebrating the, the Calgary real estate market. Then, then the following month, everybody going, oh, my goodness, whatever happened to us? And that is an indication of a market bouncing along the bottom, looking for its upward momentum. We're going to keep a really, really close eye on uh, population, uh, the, what's made up of that population, the, the green line going down, the, the LRT heading down to the southeast. Those types of indicators are going to be the key to kick it out of slump into recovery and that's my job that's why i'm a geek that's why we love your analysis again the the website is rein r-e-i-n canada.com just think real estate investment network canada.com or you can email don info at reincanada.com don thanks as always my pleasure cheers don campbell author and senior analyst of the real estate investment network